we're finally back, both Episode of us. Episode 48. Is it 48? Wow, thank God we're almost at 50. We can do a new, pretend it's a new season, pretend we're better. I thought that was happening at uh, 60. No, no. <laughs> let's do let's do every 10 we'll say it's a new yeah, season let's, let's just so i can change the color of the logo so people will go what's this is this a new thing it's yeah, the same old idea. thing it's just us okay we're trip. back i'm back from la uh real quick uh summation of that you guys heard my solo episode you heard what was going on there but i discovered something there which is uh that i of course uh am not popular no one wanted to hang out <laughs> with me no one wants i realized that like just because people look at your stories and comment on your stuff and like talk to you virtually does not mean they want to meet up in person. Yeah, that's true in New York also. I did think of that too. I was like, oh yeah, whenever you're in someone else's home turf, like they're at work and shit. But I like to think that I'm special and people would like to see me. So basically, yeah. So I have this question. What is it? I don't have a question. I actually have the answer, which is when people that don't, or it's more like this, 50% of the people who look at my shit online dislike me they, 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 they look at it because they don't support me which i guess i have to accept because it's a free view i don't think um i don't think i have any i mean this is not true i'm sure i'm sure tons of people hate me hate I, watchers. I don't know I, I can't like identify a hate follower well i guess I, I shouldn't say hate because hate is maybe that implies that they care more than they do but i just mean just because people are looking at your shit and seem to interact or seem to like yeah things, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be hate but even just uh i, I don't know if there's anyone that i know of that follows me or views things that is like even generally like a thumbs down to me in life. Yeah. I don't think I know those people online. Th- those people are, are in the world. Well, sure. this shouldn't be a surprise to me because I hate watch most of the things that like most things I'm watching out of dislike anyway. So I, I shouldn't be that surprised. But anyways, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, I thought I sound like an idiot to tons of people who uh, don't like me, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't, you know, listen to this. Anyways. The point is, it was a great trip, and I didn't see many people. I did see a couple friends, and uh, that brings me to the most important story, which I haven't told you yet. I told Ben about this. So I met up with a friend from uh, the theater we used to work at here. Uh, she lives in L.A., uh, has for a while. Met up with her. We go to truly the most random, out-of-place kind of bar. Look, I've lived in L.A. a bunch. I've driven and biked around there a lot. I've never... I couldn't tell you where I was. We were allegedly in downtown LA, but it was a neighborhood. It was like a neighborhood bar. The most random place. It's emo karaoke night. My friend's roommate wants to go, so we go. And we immediately run into two other people from this theater in New York. Immediately. I was like, what on earth is going on? Blue bit if you need to, but who name names? And well, I'll say this. One of these guys I always disliked. I call him the hugger. He's a guy who who likes to uh, hug for a little too long. Mm. He's uh, yeah. He's I mean, there's many of those kind of people in the improv community. Uh, let's uh, that they that are able to t- they have access to people that they would not if not for this thing. And they and they set a precedent by hugging really long, and then it's like every time you see him, like oh, I'm so excited to see you that I gotta pick you up by your ass cheeks. So, anyways, I've always kind of disliked this guy, and. Five minutes into being in this bar with this guy, he's being punched in the face. And I was like, this is incredible. It was so, it felt so great. I was uh, I was telling Rocky this the other night. Like, I love being justified when people say I'm a negative guy or whatever. I love being like, no, I'm not. That guy's a chode. <laughs> and what he does gets him punched in the face. And that's what he deserves. Uh, anyway, so it was a, it was a, it was an amazing night as a do result you, of this. Do you have any uh, Do you have any idea why he got punched? Yeah, or why I watched the whole thing. Basically, he was chasing down my friend after giving her a big butt hug, and she was like, "I have to hide from this guy. He's wasted." She goes into the crowd of this emo venue uh, karaoke thing. He chases after her like a bulldog, knocks a guy, knocks into a guy, knocks his beer out of his hand. 
the guy tries to just politely be like, yo, you knocked my beer out of my hand. This this guy, which the hugger, will not even look at him. Just keeps pushing his pushing him away and turning away from him. The guy eventually spins him around and punches him in the face. It was great. Because wow. you do something embarrassing. You knock someone's drink out of your, out of their hand while you're doing a bit. That's embarrassing. So the, you shouldn't just pretend it didn't happen. You should say, oh shit, I have to buy this guy a drink immediately and patch this up. Or else I get punched in the face. Yeah, first thing first, bit's over. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It wasn't funny to begin with to chase down a girl and go, "It's huggy time." Uh, and when you knock someone's drink out of their hand and then that's pretend like the it light going off. It's yeah, it's very embarrassing. But it was so that was a great. Um, it was a great night as a result. I love to see a justified punch. I don't love violence, but I love when it's justified. I mean, it would be interesting to run into. If it were a total stranger, but you crossed the country and saw someone you know. He's someone I dislike here in New York because you might of how follow, he treats girls. Someone you might follow, for example, and see their stuff and maybe dislike. Yeah, and, <laughs> no, exactly. exactly. And you crossed the country and saw him get decked in the face. That's a, yeah, that's a pretty yeah. good trip. So it was good in that respect. Also, I, I found something really funny, which was every time I got out of my, um, one of the cars of my parents or whatever, I'd have to like quickly flip my Spotify to something else to make sure. Cause I don't, cause like if my little sister gets in here and sees I'm listening to Rogan, I'm out of the family or mm-hmm. who, like there's a litany of things I might listen to that anyone might go, Asher, you fucking alt-right cuck. <laughs> That sounds it's like mostly your, just Rogan. That no, sounds mostly like no, the truth dad. is Neil Brennan was on Rogan. So I was listening to it. And when I was getting out of the car one day, I was like, shit, I got to hide this. Cause if Maddie gets in here, and she sees that I'm done. You sound like I'm a, off the list. You sound like me with a rap CD in middle school. Exactly. You have to hide. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hide what you were just listening to. Um, one more update about LA. I was saying in my episode that every time I go there now, I don't smell anything. And the same as New York, I can't yeah, smell yeah. the flavors of the city. I did finally find, I went to that park that we used to play Frisbee at in, yeah. uh, in Los Angeles. And I went under this pine tree and all of a sudden I could smell it. I could finally smell Los Angeles and I was like oh shit so I got real close to sniffing it and I realized like I look weird but I was like I gotta take this in and so I did get one smell of LA could also be tons of dog piss I, I thought about it I was like <laughs> well I was sniffing high in the tree so I was like if anything it's like jizz that homeless people like wiping their hands off on this tree or something much worse than L- this less likely perhaps I don't know dude I don't know Holly weird uh, yesterday, my, yesterday the chain fell off my moped had to get it back on and I used the gloves are full of grease wiping on a tree. People wipe on trees. That seems, that seems really, there was no choice. That there seems was no really choice. disrespectful. It is, but there was no choice. I was like, I was in route and I have grease all over these gloves. And then it's, if I don't get it off, it's getting all over my bike, all over my fucking face. Anyways, it's a tough life. Um, so let's get into the solo apps. Right. Oh, before we do, I forget. Did you mention on your episode that you missed your flight? I did. Okay. I, I f- no, oh, oh, I don't remember if I mentioned it, but I did miss my flight. Yeah, because this oh, wait, was, maybe I forgot to mention that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you mentioned it because I, it was. I tried oh, to make God. a note of memory. It, it so, was so horrible. The version that I know is you went to the airport, got there early for your flight, early, um, killed time around the airport, and then mistook your departure time for. Uh, it's the first time this has ever happened to me because I'm usually very, or I'm always anxious and like hyper checking everything. This is the first time I ever just looked at the number one time and didn't think about it. And it said 820 and I go, that's when I'm supposed to be at my gate. And then, but that's when the flight took off. So I'm there, I'm at the airport at like six. And I, so I killed two hours. I, I intentionally killed one hour in a Dunkin' Donuts line. So I go, I got to kill time Seven, to 70, get a donut. $70 Uber to the airport? $70 Uber to the airport. JFK? Yep. Uh, $70 to, once I missed it, to flip it to the next day. 
Um, I had to go back and go back and go back and go back. And God damn it, I forgot that that happened and you brought it up. So thanks, buddy. Well, I figured the audience deserved to know. They do deserve to know the truth. Um, and speaking of the truth, let's find out the truth of who won the yeah, challenge okay, of the so, solo So I will say this. To... Um, I believe that Big we. Pause I believe there. that we've received. Yeah. Well, you, you can chop it if you I want. I won't. Um, I believe we only received one vote. I believe we received. I heard word of mouth, but we received one vote, and it was a video of a child. Right. It was a video of my little nephew Lincoln. So technically, by those metrics, we, we did I also. Won. Asher and I just. Asher won. Asher wins by that. I it, win. It was your nephew voted for you. We did not. Your nephew probably didn't even listen to mine. We did not really give away to vote, and we also realized that by releasing them separately or at different times, it can't be tallied on how many views it gets. It also you and have to listen to it to know if you voted for it. You'd have to listen to know which one you liked less. Right. As well. so, so, yeah. so that system doesn't work. Although I would say I'm ahead in the numbers, and that's technically because it came out a week before yours. So you're ahead one to nothing. So there's no way to vote. And the truth is, of course, that we were just really devising a way to kill time while I was gone for two weeks in L.A. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I explained to someone because you have no interest in doing this alone. I explained to someone that because we did do that and release two episodes, and it wasn't us doing something shitty by Zoom or anything. No disrespect to those who do Zoom podcasts, but Rocky. But um, because we did fill the time pretty successfully and fulfilled the challenge, we won. We both won. We won, although my episode was definitely better. Didn't Whatever. really get to know you personally, Will. I mean, you, you really were kind of a DJ on that episode. It was just, these are songs Will likes. That wasn't the whole episode. Also, that just reminded me of something I totally forgot, which must be addressed. Also, which is, I, was to- I, was actually, I was actually told that my episode was very informative. Uh, by okay yeah that's biased opinion whoever said that um probably someone who voted for my episode too. probably someone who voted for okay but, but check, i had no outlet to do so so check this out i while in la i just remembered this while in la i met up with matt smith a dear friend of ours we recorded a full podcast and guess what happened we, well, let me let me break this down actually better. We we were like, let's record. Was we, it? A, were you guys doing a joint episode of both of your podcasts? I just figured I'm in LA, and I have hour? I have a mic, and I'm like, well, we can just we can get one, and we'll, let's get mad in it. It'll just be an, an extra episode we'll throw in. The only time we could meet up, it ended up being that we're we're sitting in my dad's Ford Fusion in a parking garage in Culver City, recording inside of a car. <laughs> He's using my phone as its own as a mic or whatever, and I'm using the real mic. And then after recording. When I get home, I realize somehow the phone is connected through the car or whatever, so it's recording through the phone car speaker. So basically, it was unlistenable. Wow. So we recorded a whole thing. You're never going to hear it. <laughs> the last step. Because it sounded like it sounded like he's on Zoom, which is not bad. Again, as we addressed, many people do that. Mm-hmm. But he's reacting in real time because we're sitting next to each other in my dad's Ford Fusion. So it felt... It was insane. I listened back to it, and I was like, this sounds crazy. So it's never going to be released. You'll never hear it. Any uh, highlights? It's a lost episode. It's the first lost episode, actually. Do you want to recap any highlights? It was really just the story of me and Matt Smith. So, yeah. you know, you're only missing out on, on our relationship. So who guys, we are to You guys met other. up and made a bad recording talking about the origins of your friendship? Well, yeah, yeah. We, in fact, we were talking about how sad it is that and we're doing giving, this. And you're giving my episode shit? Oh, I'm giving... Well, I didn't air that one. See, that's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, not for lack of trying, though. Okay, here's a question. This is a, a random topic, but where did the... Fr- and I didn't look this up, but mm-hmm. I want to know, where do you think the phrase mm-hmm comes from? Like, like what's that short for? Because obviously we know it means I agree or I understand, but like, what is mm-hmm? I think it is... I think it is... Because um, here's... Hmm is a question, but mm-hmm means I agree. 
I think these are instinctual noises. These are real. These are kind of ironed out, smooth grunts, pretty much. Well, I agree, is, but like, do you you don't think that there's an origin language, word or something it came from? Maybe. This is the language of the caves. But then why? Then you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yep. I guess I should have looked it think, up. You don't think cave people like for the way we're speaking now? You don't think that they hummed and hawed and oh, I think they did. And thought, like you know, I think they did. But I but, pretty much speak like a cave person on this podcast. I'm sure that they did, but I'm saying it's still it's used in our current vernacular, and it means yes, mm-hmm. but there has to be an origin for it. Like there has to be some kind of traceable thing. Which again, we're not going to look up. Let's move on. It's just, it's just a thought. It's I, just a wonder. Well, I have it. This this is a this is a, a minor problem for sure. But when people, I, I've run into it in a lot of books recently, just by chance, people describing someone as nodding t- to answer a question. Uh-huh. And then it, at times it is meant yes. At times it is meant no. And it is very confusing. When nodding means both. Oh, it's a neutral. Yeah. Also, I just said, uh huh. Same thing. You go like, is that? Mm-hmm. Is there a breakdown of that? Is there? This is gonna start break, break, breaking everyone's brains when they go, like, wait, what is uh huh and mm hmm? Like these are all things that mean yes. Uh, back. Well, back. But, huh, the same way. Huh is a question, but well, uh huh is a yes. Well, back when sailors were were disobedient, um, their tongues were cut out and their lips were sewn together. So that's how they said ahoy. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. They said, mm hmm. I doubt that's true. Um, how about a curse of Adam? Someone said, are you trying to say ahoy? And they go, mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's jump to a curse of Adam because we're not going to solve this. Um, here it is. It's called Dislocated Styles Liquefied. It looks like four or five white guys, maybe one non-white, but... It looks like... It's new metal. It's new metal. I'm falling and I can't get up. And I tried to walk, but almost threw up. Only took Did you just hear shots, that? But I didn't last. This time, Mr. Quavo got the last laugh. I felt the burning going down. All right, my, my musically, musically. I mean, musically, I this do, is Cottonmouth Kings. Well, I was going to say it's 311 with a DJ. Yeah, yeah. Which is, well, that's not too far from Cottonmouth Kings. Right. It's Cottonmouth Kings for sure. It's, in, it's and which is, which is a, only one step higher than Muck Sticky. I mean, if you think that. Well, I mean, if like, I mean, success, success-wise, you know, like, Sticky opens for Cottonmouth Kings, not the other way around. But what kind of what kind of caste system is there really in the toilet? It's just all bad. Well, I just mean financially speaking. Oh, right. Cottonmouth Kings is doing. Cottonmouth Kings was featured on the Scream One soundtrack. If you remember, what's that song? Uh, Suburban Life. Suburban life ain't what it seems. Suburban <laughs> life, the American dream. I'll assume it's coming in right about it's, now. Yeah, yeah, it's white guys saying, the system got you, but it won't get me, because it won't, because they're white. Yeah, the system has no need the to si- get you. <laughs> The system, yeah, The yeah. system is fine. The system is not you. looking for you, white guy. Um, system should maybe punish you more. Oh, I got a surprise. Unkept the pet. Whoa. Wow. Wish you hadn't almost. Okay, so uh, oh I just brought in the, the peep. If you guys remember the Easter episode, we put a peep in Starlight Coke, and we let it sit to see if it would dissolve, and then eventually I got rid of it, or so I thought. I forgot that I hid it in my bathroom count, or like the uh, little uh, doors or whatever. Uh, so I hid this peep, and I totally forgot... 
And now it's like most of the starlight is gone. It was absorbed into the universe. Will, could you describe? You're also not very excited about this. I thought you would be your mind would be blown that I kept the pep. Uh, I'm I'm surprised that you did. It's um, I didn't mean to, but okay. There is there's active there's, mold mold there's active over. mold between the liquid and the peep. Um, yeah, there are like frozen suds above the peep on the glass that mm-hmm. look like crystallized like frozen like a like the crystallized root, bubbles like it's it's kind of got like a root beer float thing going on but it's like hard crystal it's um so how much would it take for you to take one sip of this i mean it's not like drinking you die it's not like because look not, the only thing it's left not like taking a sip of diarrhea it's not something that on its own the composition of it we, we've discussed how it's pretty artificial in nature that would kill so you. like it would kill you if you drank that Look, all that's left is it all the water evaporated. All that's left at the bottom is just syrup. Yeah, like, but that this would is be also disgusting. But as we've seen, we've seen uh, whoever that dude is that that people send him old cans of stuff. Like, <gasps> like this is a Pepsi from <sighs> the '60s, and he'll just like crack it open. Yeah, yeah, La Beast. He'll drink. He'll yeah, drink so it. like, this has been opened. It's this, it's more this the mold exposed. that would kill you than the starlight. I bet. Right. I think I could right, drink. Let's get this out of frame. I think I could drink that. Yeah, we should. Maybe today we kill it. How about that? It's been just... Uh, oh, yeah. Once I got back from L.A. and I saw that that was still in my bathroom, I go, oh, sh- disgusting. And I only kept it because I was like, well, we have to bring it to the episode. Oh, your bathroom like, is a death chamber now. I guess so. Wow. I mean, it was hidden. It was like, in that, a drawer. Good thing that you bathe with, you bathe with crazy industry. You bathe with, like, lye, like, sacks of, like, Epsom Yeah, I keep it stuff. clean, guys. Don't don't think just because I have a, meat, a moldy peep in my bathroom that I'm not a clean guy. It's you, just one, it's one experiment. You bathe like a ninja turtle who has left the sewer and is getting it off finally and he's never going back to When it. I take a bath, I stand up and take a shower afterwards. I'm a grown man. I yeah, know I do how too. disgusting the world is. That's also, I'm the only, I think I've said it before, but I'm the only person that's used this bathroom shower. Like when we moved in, it was a new addition or whatever. So I feel pretty clean in that, but guess what? I'm still going to stand up and clean my fucking body. I don't know what kind of workers were in here taking baths in my tub. I don't use your shower, but I do pee in your shower when I'm in there. Well, yeah, that's what oh, it's you know for. what? Uh, this is it's gonna be weird, but I got a shot fired. Okay, go for it. It's against myself, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, okay. I'll shoot one against you too. Let's go. Okay. Well, uh, I've never been pee shy at all, and now I can't go to the ba- I can't pee in a bathroom full of people in a bathroom full of people. Right. If it's full, it's it's like not happening. And I think it goes back to three weeks ago. I was at Brighton Beach and I went to the bathroom and there was a fucking creep in there who was just lingering. Oh no, he was he was at the urinal next to me and he was checking oh, out. Oh, just looking at everybody. dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the only reason I didn't smash his face into the brick wall and he it wasn't like it wasn't like a pickup. It was like this dude was a fucking creep. And there were like kids in there and stuff. Yeah. Um and people were like clearing out kind of because of him. Mm-hmm. But uh, ever since then, don't want to pee around people. Yeah. No, I, I'm this, well, I'm not the same way, but I, I do have I mean, it I mean, I want to. I would love to. I'm in there to pee, and I have to. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just uh, it's a shutdown. I do have that very randomly, and whenever it happens, I go, what is happening? But it's the same thing. Like, the other night, we were at... I got to leave, because, we were because the, if, I, if I stand here, if I just stand here doing nothing, I'm that guy. We were at that... Uh, where were we? We were at some bar the other night, and I was the same thing. I was like, this, it was, the bathroom was full of rowdy, loud people, and I was like, I can't pee because of you guys. You guys gotta stop screaming. You guys shut up and listen to me pee. Oh well, I think part of it is like if you're tense at all, like you if you have to be on your guard to fight, it is hard to piss. You're like, guys, I need to relax here. This is my second public bathroom shots fired. I realize now. 
You got bathroom problems. We all know the, uh, it. The Mets game, those Jewish teenagers picking on me. I'm sure I have things, shots to fire, but I just don't remember them at the moment. Maybe it'll come to me later. Um, this is a this is a rare occasion. For me to not, I mean, have something I'm mad about? Let me think. Uh, <laughs> this is this is quite a moment, guys. Everyone, he's content. No. He's happy with everything. I'm just trying to think of something new. Oh, I know what it'll be. Festival fuckers. All over Instagram, I guess it's Governor's Ball. So, festival fuckers are out. And yeah. you know what I mean? I'm not talking about... Look, I go to, I've gone to festivals. I've had fun. But if... But, Friday, we were... But it's not my identity. If that's your identity that you are... That you, are a, that you go to... You're, you're a fan? You're insane. Well, it's the new version... Day three, we're out here, y'all. We out here doing this. You're doing what? Watching? It's the new... We out here watching. It's the new version... Yes, I'm angry. ...of uh, people committing their lives to following the Grateful Dead. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, and it is that, though. It is It is like your identity is to watch someone else. No, it's, here, not, it's not sad. It's lit. <laughs> but here's why I think it's even more weird is that... It's like if you're a deadhead or whatever, you're traveling around because you, you do connect with that music. Festival people... It's just new music every year. Like they're just like they just want to be there. It's just the new high school party or whatever. It's just I just want to be there. I don't think they're, they're like they'll be fans maybe of some of the artists, but it's more about being there and getting photos. And I, I will say I do like fun stuff, but yeah. I have had terrible festival experiences. I like to go to festivals where I have a backstage pass and right. I get to like Are, and I get to get free think, food and drinks. I think we've talked about this on the show. But I think I'm, everyone likes. I'm that. happy to revisit it. That I'm never going to a festival, especially you know what, unless it's. The full VIP treatment, like that's the only way yeah. to do it. Yeah, it's it's horrible if you don't have uh, if you can't escape the hordes of idiots. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just scrolling through my phone, looking at all these fucking people at GovBall going, "We're here, we're well, doing this." You're not doing anything. You're watching something. We did. Um, Imagine like, being like, I'm at home posting that I'm watching Netflix. Like, we're out here doing this, yo. Well, day I, three, dude. Well, day three, I'm on. T- I'm on a whatever season. Three of, well, we're out here doing this, really. Peaky Blinders. We're doing this, dude. Well, one is more. Uh, got my crew. One is more interesting to report about, it, I would say. I don't agree. I mean, I think neither are interesting. That's the whole point. Is like you're supposed to go experience it. Like I don't. Yeah. Well, whenever I do see, I will say when I see people post anything, especially especially GovBall, I think of most of all. Um, when I see pictures of people at GovBall and like sweaty and uncomfortable and assume that I wouldn't like the music that I'm that they're hearing at the moment mm-hmm. I'm so glad I'm not there I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything when yeah. I see people like having a long day it's just like ah, it's cool oh yeah no I mean I don't I mean I'm too old to be on the kind of drugs that would make it make it uh, tolerable to be there or whatever like if you're on the right drugs I'm sure it's fun but um, I'm too old for those drugs so I'll just sit on the sidelines and hate yeah I'm sure that's the only that's the only uh, that's what makes it a destination or an event is like you, if you're doing something, it's probably drugs at a festival. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's not a shot's fired to drugs. What I you're do doing like drugs. is probably not being a fan. Oh yeah, update. We have a live show coming up. Anyone who lives in New York, you gotta be there. June 24th, Young Ethel's in Brooklyn, 9pm. It's called Christmas 96. It's basically the visual version of this uh, of this show where we just watch fucked up things and comment on it. Yeah, so every time that we, we get like... 30 seconds into something and say, oh, this is too visual, we can't do it. That'll be a Christmas dinner. Yeah, you'll see all the hellish things that we speak of. Come on out June 24th. I think it's a Friday night. 
Please at don't. our sponsor's venue, Young Ethel. This is a great ad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll see you all there. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's do one more segment, though. Uh, Stuck on the Island. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I also forgot to, uh, forgot to, I forgot to add yeah, that yeah. I did know about um, Olivia's suggestion. Or not suggestion. Olivia's demand. forced. Yeah. Uh, that that uh, my songs know what you did in the dark by yeah. Fallout Boy being on the island. That is, of course, what we both would have chosen. Yep, yep. For all so, the reasons. So that's so. in both of our islands. But this week we're going to do a little band called Metallica. Oh. Mm-hmm. Can you think of anything that you could even find tolerable? Um. Yeah, I probably could. Well, you have to. That's the challenge. It's um, happening right now. <laughs> I probably could in the future. Well, I guess I'm saying that there's, I can look back and go like, I've liked, even if it's nostalgic, like I did like, oh, this is embarrassing. It's, it's a Tom Cruise one? It's the Mission Impossible? Yes. I knew it! Um, just because, it's time to disappear. Yeah. I would use the, I would use the Mission Impossible, uh, I disappear, I think is what's called. Okay. Um, but a second close, and, and there's, there's probably Metallica that I could say, oh, that's cool, I would listen to that, or that's, that's fine, or that's entertaining, or like there's, there's Metallica that's entertaining um, they did an old Irish song called Whiskey in the Jar that's kind of like a traditional song mm-hmm. but it's it's just kind of cool but I liked it again when I was in like 7th or 8th grade so but you're choosing uh, I'm sticking with sticking with Mission Tom Impossible Cruise, I knew you'd go Cruise climbing the also the, I watched MI1 and 2 in the last couple of days and uh, so you haven't gone to 3 for the Philip Seymour Hoffman not yet 2 was hilarious Philip Seymour Hoffman was was the apex of uh, the MI franchise I think mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Metallica song I choose. It's called No Leaf Clover. Do you remember this? Like oh, ever, MTV yeah, with, with San Francisco. It was with San a symphony. Yeah, 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 some big symphony. It was all over MTV. Yeah, this song was inescapable. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe you would choose this because it's. <laughs> I mean, because it's funny, and because they auto tune his voice in a couple parts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, when it comes to being here. Yeah, this is but this is their this is them trying to do they're trying to do like. Cashmere and and Godzilla and Mannheim Steamroller at this well that's that's yeah, yeah 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 they're <laughs> trying to be in Godzilla it's like, three it's like Cashmere meets Puff Daddy's Come With Me <laughs> uh, I love what he just <laughs> I will say the I will say what I would what I would love to take uh, if we would take visuals to the island it would be that that one documentary I know they have a couple the one documentary of of Lars taking like months to like to write a drum beat to go through this part and like oh yeah getting so into Dude, the both weeds. Metallica documentaries are two of my favorite things and it's also it's like incre- the first one I think is part of how I part of sh- uh, an early thing that shook me about music was watching that first doc seeing like you could be that old and be that stupid and wasting that much time and not get that like yo just go with it like how could you be like that and that was very depressing uh, and the second doc is also hilarious and depressing too. So I recommend both. I don't remember, some kind of monster is one of them, and then yeah, I don't remember what the other one is. Those are uh, gr- uh, those are my Rocky Top Doc Mountain uh, recommendations. Well, great because I got some. Um, I did just right. watch. I did just. We have to also abandon all of these platforms when we go to season three because we got to spice it up. I'm getting tired of these. Well, we'll, we'll have a meeting after episode fifty. No, like we'll have it on days. air. Okay, fine. Okay, what's your doc recommendation? Um, well, I did just watch. Uh, I did just watch the Anthony Bourdain, the Roadrunner documentary. Oh, yeah. That came out, like, I think, it came, like, a year or two ago. So, like, probably a year or two after his death. Mm-hmm. He's, I guess he's been dead for, like, mm-hmm. four uh-huh. years now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Yes. Thank you, Cave Boy. Um, so, uh, pretty good. I, I know him a little bit. You know him a lot. You're a big, you're a big supporter, and you support and uh, 
Echo and believe everything he said and did and did. Yes. Know? Who are we talking about again? Anthony Bourdain. Oh, okay, okay. I really did not. I totally forgot. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Sure, I support him. Sure. But it, it even like covered you know covered his death and everything. Um, interesting. Uh, he's been on my mind a lot, but I don't I don't like him that much. I, like I like. So you do or don't recommend this? I do recommend the doctor. It was it was good. Oh, okay. It was interesting. Um, but also. I was, someone was saying recently that they think he was like an Epstein style inside job and he did not kill himself and he was murdered. I don't think that's the case. I, I think, think it's just because he kind of looked like Epstein. And I've made that point before. He I've had, said Epstein is, is in the hot goblin list because he looks like Bourdain. I thought many times that he, he looked a little Epstein. He's got that similar kind of gray fox, dark eye brown vibe. The, the, uh, the suggestion was that he was killed for his involvement in the Me Too movement, because I didn't know about him being with Aja Argento and be like at the time of yeah that announcement and everything. Well, let people watch the doc. Don't give it all away. Well, they start off by spoiling the ending. I think everyone knows how it ends. Uh, well, I would recommend he solved that, Me Too. I think the other doc that is heavily on my mind, we'll discuss next time. Okay. Well, until then, those are the <laughs> those are the things we we recommend. Those are the things. Those are the songs we'll take on the island. <clears throat> it was episode what forty eight. It's forty eight. So wait, is it? I usually think that in TV shows, the second, to, yeah, yeah, trust me. Okay. Uh, I was because my episode was forty seven, and oh yeah, what a bullshit number! I didn't you're like 47 that one Ronin. bit. You're forty seven Ronan. That's so. That's how I see you. Well, you're forty seven you. guy. That's fine. Um, the second to last episode of a season is usually better than the last one. So you keep setting these precedents that will not be met. Well, it's well, I'm trying to uh, trying to stoke a little uh, a little drive in us. Well, we're back, we folks. I hope you guys all missed us. The, you know, it was like, it was only like four days between episodes, but that did feel like the longest we've ever done um, between those two. So we're going to get back to our daily regiment of providing you guys entertainment, as long as you provide us money and or votes. We'll take. I'll, I'll accept in the form of money. I'll accept. I'll, yeah, no, that's a good idea. Send your money to me or Will separately. Get can, our Venmos. I'll put it this way, audience: you can send money to Asher or. You can vote for me, and I will accept that as currency for the show. Okay, until next time, you guys know where to find us on the internet. That was episode 48. Bye-bye.